Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Welcome back to Pink Chicken and the Ladies Man. Pink Chicken and the Ladies Man. See, I threw it back for you. You did. I like that very much. <laughs> we are Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man, folks. I'm Michelle Pink Chicken. I'm Tom the Lazy Man. And we're bringing it back for another episode. A fresh hot episode of Cold Burnt Food with Cooking with Jack. We're going to be reviewing uh, Jack's latest video. Well, his latest cooking video because Jack is expanding his brand in the Cooking with Jack channel. Now he's telling you how to make money with social media, how to make money with YouTube. He's talking about Lysol products. He's doing live chats. He's breaking into Facebook Live. Jack is going places. Sure, but we just reviewed his last, I don't know how many, 20 videos on uh, our YouTube picker and none of them have more than... 10,000 views. So. Oh, that's about, yeah, it says he's, he's getting anywhere between 5,000 and 7,500 views and that's it. He's hitting a ceiling. Yeah, he's he's hitting the wall here, so he, he needs some new... Well, it's called the Cooking with Jack show channel, but he doesn't cook well. So, again, other than people like us who watch him for giggles and some of his people he literally knows in person, who else is watching this? Like, even, I mean, we are amateur chefs par excellence. We are amateurs in nearly every category. <laughs> yeah. But we watch him for five minutes and we're like, that's wrong. I just, that just, what he's doing feels wrong. The heat's too high. The things are chopped too big. Like, you can tell. Yeah. His latest video is Panera's cream of tomato soup ripoff recipe. Because once again, Jack tells you that he's giving you these ripoff recipes because in this quarantined lockdown time of COVID-19, people shouldn't be leaving their house. I, I think ripoff recipe is kind of like... It seems sinister. Like, I've heard of copycat recipes. Ripoff just seems, like, so scandalous. Well, someone a few years ago, and they used to sell this in places like the National Enquirer and Star Tabloid magazines. Somebody used to publish a ripoff recipe cookbook. Because in the time before the internet, the information used to be hard to come by. About even just the most trivial nonsense. So like your celebrity news wasn't gathered from TMZ or any of the other online channels. You used to have to go to the supermarket, buy the three tabloids. It used to be the National Enquirer, the Star, and the Globe. My family used to read them like some people's families read the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> and in each of them, there used to be a full page ad for the ripoff recipe cookbook. So that you could learn the secrets of the fast food empires. Like, do you like... Burger King hamburgers will give you the ripoff recipe. Do you like McDonald's Big Mac and want to know what's in the secret sauce? This was before the internet. This was before YouTube. The ripoff recipe cookbook, it's basically the suburban boomer equivalent of the anarchist cookbook. Oh. 
Like, this is the secret knowledge you're not supposed to have. Ooh. So Jack has, of course, ripped off the name ripoff recipe and applied it to this series of videos he's doing in the lockdown. But, ostensibly, the videos are supposed to show you what to make with what you have in your pantry so you don't have to go out. In both of the ripoff recipes we watched, he has sent Tammy to the store for stuff. Not only to get a version of the cream soup, I guess to do a taste test, but I think it, I think it's really like Tammy's scared to eat his cooking, so <laughs> she's... She, she, she puts a fallback. She puts a failsafe in yeah, there. Yeah, puts a failsafe in there. And then also croutons. Yes, because, you know, how hard are croutons to make at home? But he wants to test his soup with authentic Panera croutons against authentic Panera tomato bisque soup with croutons. Seems legit. All right, why don't we uh, start the video here? It's 826 uh, in length. Under that 10-minute rule, so he's not going for that. Angle of the algorithm, 2,100 views so far. This was released just a day ago. And it was also marked as a fundraising video. Because yeah. of the blue screen of hope. The blue screen of hope. <laughs> we'll get into that when we see it. But folks, synchronize your watches with us. And we are starting the video in three two one here we go all right jack's in his kitchen we noticed in one of his jack on the go videos which we hope to do podcasts about we noticed the he's got led lighting panels so we're trying to figure out the manufacturer of the lights he's using so he's got pro lights going on or at least prosumer led lights but as you can see in the reflections in this video they're poorly aimed his key light which is uh frame right is aimed directly at him like he's standing in headlights and the fill light that he's using to the left is bouncing off the microwave or convection oven behind him him off of his stove so yeah they're two they're two different levels here. yeah they're two different heights yeah he's wearing his yellow hat backwards and he's got his little cooking with jack shirt on now we're going to the ingredients past the title card it's pretty basic ingredients it's vegetable broth whipping cream some spices again he's sugar he's doing these ripoff recipes last time he did the queso blanco which is basically a condiment this time he's doing the easiest soup panera bread which is as we call it ump jumped hospital food <laughs> Panera Bread has some, you know, intriguing, like, you know, wild mushroom soup with wild rice and way more complicated than cream of tomato soup. Yeah, for sure. I'm just not good with cream soups. I'll be completely honest here. Well, that's why we watch Jack, because he's doing a cream <laughs> soup here. So he's got the crushed tomatoes. That will play a role later. I do love the fact that, you know, for a guy who swears he's keto, for, that they're now doing keto, he's got the giant tub of sugar. He's using those vacuum seal jars that he probably got from, from Walmart. And the biggest one he has is filled with, like, a 5 or 10 pound bag of sugar. We're noticing here, he does swirl the oil a little bit, unlike the last couple videos. Yeah. Just dumps it in. I wonder how we heard about that. Mm. Um, but now he's tried the onion booger. <laughs> and and what bothers me about these onions are if you're putting them in a soup, you don't really want to get a huge hork and piece of onion. When I make soups like this, because my kids are picky, I put them in a food processor and process them to almost like powder. And yet his garlic is finely minced for once. Well, he probably uses it out of that jar. Like the ah. jar of garlic. That's what it looks like. Two, no, he had two whole cloves. Huh. Maybe he's using the, you recommended on a few podcasts ago that he uses oh, a garlic press. The garlic press yeah could he be listening to both of us hey hey inquiring it, minds want to know if it makes him a better chef go for it by all means we try to offer constructive criticism so here's the problem i don't think after he sautés the onions and whatever else like the garlic and i don't think i mean we don't see what else somewhere about 254 into the video he drops a huge dissolve and you don't see him add the vegetable stock you don't see him add any of the other ingredients all we saw was onions garlic and then immediately it's filled with with the peppers, with the vegetable stock, and everything else. But the onions are floating. You could see in big 
pork in chunks. Like I don't know. I just feel like so that would be that would be one of our food crimes is the big pork and chunks of onion in the soup. That's going to lead to a way bigger punchline towards the end of the video. Spoiler alert: when he transfers the soup into a different vessel. Okay, so I don't think he lowers the flame at all. Is what I was with the point I was trying to make. I don't think once he sautés that onion and the garlic, I don't think he lowers the flame because, like, I mean, yeah, you want it medium-ish. Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. I don't know if there's. A, I don't know if there's a cut or a dissolve here, but he dumps it all in, so it, you know. Oh, and here's the our favorite part of the video. The scissors. He's he is... scissoring the <laughs> tomatoes, literally scissoring them. Yeah, he used whole San Marzano tomatoes, so he has to cut them apart. So he grabs the kitchen chair. Oh, and by the way, he's stirring with a whisk for no reason. Yeah, he's he's been using the whisk to saute the onions at the beginning of the video. Like, I don't know if that's just laziness. I mean, is the spatula dirty or uh, a spoon? I don't know anything. He, does he think he's copying Babish by using tiny whisk? Even though it's not tiny and this is not the place for a whisk? Um, I mean, I could see the whisk when you get thickened a little bit. I don't know. Because it's going to be, it's supposed to be fine, but the cauldron is starting to boil. It does look like a cauldron. It looks like chili at this point. It looks more chili than most of his chilies look. Uh, it looks like <laughs> the bubbling witch's cauldron in the Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> You can already see at the beginning, it's at a very high simmer. Now come the bubbles in the middle of the pot, which definitely indication that a low boil is going on. Now the bubbling is increasing. He's blabbering on about he's going to dump it in a Vitamix to, to chop it up more, but he's telling you he's, he's letting it reduce. He's showing in the pan that the liquid is coming down. So Jack is trying to expedite the process of thickening by turning the heat up. And he also mentions, by the way, if you get any black bits on the bottom, like I always do, Jack, that means you're burning your food. I mean, just turn the heat down. Just wait a minute, buddy. Yeah. Be lazy about it. Be lazy and let the soup come to you. You don't have to rush it. Now, I did pull up a copycat recipe. I just Googled copycat recipe for Panera's tomato soup. And he does really follow it up until it gets really crazy here at the end with the bubbling. It's definitely hotter than it should be for a cream soup. I, I mean, because well, I've here's how hot it is. My, he, he put, my, my fair share of cream soups. He, and I can tell you it's way too hot. He's using heavy whipping cream. He dumped it in. The soup was boiling. I mean, it was literally boiling. You can see big huge air bubbles coming up from the center of the soup which is at a boil it's a roiling boil yep. he dumps the cream in it it's already starting to boil again you can see a bubble you can always see it bubbling again that's how high the heat is yeah. That basically the, you know, he took it to room temperature because the half and half of the, I'm sorry, the heavy whipping cream was that. It's starting to bubble again. Yeah. Like look at the center of the soup on the right hand side. Yeah. Oh, now this is my favorite part. Oh. He has a Vitamix. Yep. Because I guess him and Tammy have smoothies in the morning, maybe, or it's just one of those kitchen appliances he thought he'd get a review for. Who knows? I have a Vitamix myself. At the top of the Vitamix, in the black rubber lid, there's two pieces. There's a little tiny plastic cap, but you can remove that cap and they give you a plunger. The reason they give you the plunger is if you're feeding into it celery or ice cubes or big solid fibrous things, the Vitamix will destroy those. The Vitamix lives to liquefy stuff. But if you're adding what's already soup into it, you put the little plastic lid in, you don't leave the lid open because it's open to the air. And if you're already liquid, it's going to splash out of there because the Vitamix goes at like a million rotations. Jack apparently has done this enough times that he knows to put a stupid dish towel over the hole. And you see, he just has the black plunger in there. You only use the plunger if you're trying to liquefy solid food. And I don't think the soup at this point, while there are still big hork and chunks of tomato in it. Nowhere near the, vit the Vitamix no, will destroy that on level one and he cranks it to like level five. That's 
that's why he's and got a he dish towel over it. he overfills it, right? You said he overfilled it. Oh, yeah. The max line on a Vitamix, it's like a 500 series. The max line on that Vitamix is about two inches below the uh, two inches below the top. It's like where the ridge is. Where there's like four little corners in the side of the Vitamix container. Yeah, he overfills it. He cuts away from it really quick. So we don't know if, if there was a volcano situation going on. But when he cuts back to the bowls of soup that are laid out on the table for the taste test part. If you look in the corner of, the, of that kitchen island that he sets everything on when he does his show, there is a lot of red going on. And I don't know if that's just the bad lighting or there was an explosion like volcano kind of thing going on with the Vitamix. Because it will, it will come out the top. If you leave anything in the Vitamix for like six minutes or more on high, it will start to heat to the point where you can make soup just in the Vitamix. Like that's one of those, if you go to like Sam's Club or BJ's Wholesale Club or Costco when they're demoing the Vitamix like they used to do, they will show you. The guy will take like a handful of vegetables, he'll throw like a jalapeno pepper and some onions and some garlic and be like, okay guys, wait. And then after about six minutes, when it, the liquid coming out of the Vitamix is so hot, it's basically soup. It cooks. The Vitamix causes so much friction with its blades inside that container, it can cook soup. As you can tell, the, the lazy man over here is very passionate about Vitamix products. When he saw this video, he got visibly upset. <laughs> when I saw him leave the, the plastic lid off when he had the plunger, I'm like, why is he using the plunger? There's no reason to use the plunger. It's already liquid. You only use the plunger when you're like chopping carrots in half or celery or something really, or like ice fibrous. cubes. Fibrous. Yeah. yeah. The plunger is meant to push stuff down into those blades that wouldn't ordinarily just get sucked down by the current. All right. So we paused it here as the blue screen of hope comes in. Oh, which the blue by screen the, of hope. the way it comes in, it cuts off the text. He's not using safe zones, I'm assuming, yeah, when Jack, he's editing the video. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, nonlinear editor program Jack decided to settle on, but all of them have the ability to put in safe lines. I'm sure those just confuse and annoy Jack, so he turns them off probably in the view. And I guess we're considering this a fundraising video on YouTube because he's putting this in. Please click the link below in the description. That's not usually how the fundraiser videos work. And there's been more fundraiser videos because of everybody trying to help out with the COVID-19 thing. So maybe Jack thinks he's going to jump on the algorithm bandwagon one more way by labeling his videos as fundraisers. Other videos that are marked as fundraisers. He's trying to get in the YouTube picker any which way he can. I know when Babish does it, like he actually does a fundraiser. Like that time I think he went out and did like a, a dinner for a cancer patient. It was actually a fundraising video. He did in the yeah, real world. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like a donate now button. He no, actually think, does fundraisers. Yeah, but I think he actually did did a donate now. But Babish literally has 100 times as many subscribers as Jack does. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, when he does a fundraiser, it's significant. Jack, yeah, how much he knows he's pulling for this convoy of hope thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many people have donated for it. He doesn't even mention it really anymore. He just said, he briefly mentioned it at the beginning of the season. This season is going to be all about the convoy of hope. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it really does. I think it would do more more good being put at the end with the title card. So let's see if he's listening. And if he puts it at the end at the title card with the three things you can do now, make it four things you can do now. Donate to the convoy of hope. Change the title card up a little bit. Yeah, you can put it as a full screen. There's no reason for it to be jewel bucked in the way it is. But here we are at the comparison. Again, we paused it for a little bit so we can rant on about this fundraiser shenanigans. Fundraiser and the Vitamix. Don't forget the Vitamix because he's hot on the Vitamix. <laughs> he's he's on a bender about the Vitamix. Like day one of Vitamix ownership. And Jack's had that thing sitting in the back counter for years now. They we used to talk about that on the Vitamix CD-ROM videos they used to give you. That's how, oh, that's how OG with Vitamix I am, folks. I, there was one thing I wanted to mention. Like a couple weeks ago, I ended up, I ended up making um, marinara sauce. 
with canned San Marzano tomatoes. I we use the Vitamix and we we just put in a little a little bit at a time and we didn't crush up everything so there were still chunks of tomato so maybe that's a thing like having a little chunk of tomato now and that now and again wouldn't be bad but you don't want the whole thing chunky. No but you're supposed to if you're just trying to do that if you don't want the Vitamix to do what the Vitamix loves to do which is destroy and liquefy things <laughs> into their atomic structure. The Vitamix is an engine of destruction. It's an outboard motor hooked up to a blade put on a jar and it just lives to destroy. If you don't want the Vitamix to do that, if you want to hold that Rottweiler back by its tiny chain, you leave it on normal setting, you don't crank that dial above two or three. That will cause the Vitamix to finely chop. That's, a, that's the best you could hope for for throwing stuff in that Vitamix blender jar and coming out with solids in it before it turns everything to liquid or powder. Jack immediately turns the Vitamix on, he leaves it on normal, he doesn't flip it to high, but he immediately cranks it to five. You can tell by his hand movement that he's going to five or six. So he's he's making juice. He's There's not going to be any tomato or onion solids left. With this recipe I followed, it's a Food Network recipe. It was Tyler Florence. Rock on, Tyler. Yeah, rock on. Which was two cans of those uh, peeled tomatoes. I missed this part, but you're supposed to actually crush them in your hand before you put them into the, into the sauce. Well, that's going to be problematic for Jack. So... <laughs> Aww. Although it would be good physical therapy for his for his right hand. And that avoids the scissoring situation. I missed that part in the recipe, whatever. But the Vitamix took care of it. Oh, yeah. So I didn't really have to think about it. But we didn't fill it to the point of that. We put No, remember when we were pouring it in and I said, watch for the max line? Yeah. 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 And we didn't use that little whatever mallet thing that, that goes down in there either. Right. Um, and why didn't we? Because it was like liquid Wasn't kind of already. fibrous chunks. Yeah. It was liquid almost already. It just had chunks in it. I told you I'm OG with the vitamins. <laughs> so I wanted to point that out. What um, I want to point out is, back to the Jack video, is he has the soups comparison. And you can tell Tammy, his wife slash associate producer now, really tries to help Jack as much as possible. Sous chef, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she yeah. wears many hats. Indeed. Uh, not as many as Jack does. But they all say cooking with Jack on it. I don't think all of hers have his branding going on. <laughs> But she, she does her best here. She's pretending she's on a real cooking show. She lays out two bowls, one with their soup, one with the Panera soup. She went to Panera and bought croutons for his homemade soup so he could have it taste exactly like the Panera soup. And, you know, so he has an honest comparison. Even though in all of his previous comparison videos, there's been no hope of that. He, he did, you know, five different cuts of meat with five different sauces on it so you didn't have a head-to-head -head comparison in any of those. Remember the coffee machine debacle where he was using different flavored coffees? Same thing here. So Tammy lays everything out for him. Little crouton over here, little crouton over there. Spoon A, spoon B. Jack, in his infinite ignorance, takes the spoon from the Panera, eats it, and then immediately dives into his own. Doesn't use the clean spoon that Tammy has so precisely laid out for him. He goes, I'm sorry, honey. I just had to take a taste. Like, really? And he does talk about cross-contamination. It's not about that. It's about, you don't want to intermingle flavors. You're doing like a, a, a comparison. Same spoon ingredients, a same technique. This. Spoon B is this. Right, you want to see if you copy, again, the ingredients are are basic. And I mean, if you really wanted to be precise here, you would drink a glass of water in between. So a little ice water. Yeah, a like palate cleanser. Cleanse your palate a little bit so you can tell the difference because all you're tasting is tomato. You know what he didn't do? He didn't put any salt or any pepper in his soup. No, he, he just did. The... He did. He had it laid out in the beginning. It's did just he? we don't see him put it in. We don't see I, him put it in I know he had tomatoes. sugar, but he had the rosemary and the basil. He had his... salt and pepper in the background. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh. I mean, you can't tell because they're in those tubs. Oh. I think... 
that was part of the dump everything in at the beginning that we don't see. Like if he really wanted to pad out this video for 10 minutes, he could have padded it out and said, okay, here goes in this, here goes in this. No, instead he cuts and you don't see any of that. And I don't- Well, because that, again, it, just like editing a podcast, when he edits his YouTube video, the more footage you shoot, the longer it takes you to edit. And Jack has probably has it in his head. Like, well, I'm doing this YouTube thing. I make more money in 10 hours than I could work in a 40 hour job. So he tries to make his editing as efficient, quote unquote quote as possible so uh, he's trying to cut out steps for himself again he's taking the lazy route but what he doesn't what he does cut out is the potential volcano that would have been hilarious to see if it actually did happen my conspiracy theory is he shows you with the dinner towel wrapped on the vitamix i'm guessing that was take number two take number one was probably just the plunger in the top without the dinner towel without the dish towel over top of it and that's where the volcano came from oh then yeah, he explained it, it definitely itself. looks right on that part of the counter but again like the lighting is so wonky I can't tell but I mean because it's the different it looks like it has different colors in it but yeah so it does look like there's stuff splashed on the right it does look I wonder what the side of the countertop looks like or the floor or the floor yeah the ceiling <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Tammy will get that for him oh geez I, I noticed at the end here after we watched this through a couple times he doesn't seem to like the taste of his soup oh that's right that little you caught that if you freeze frame the video at just the right moment it, his face looks or smacks oh he makes a he makes a very specific reaction. So he tastes the Panera soup and he unconsciously smiles because he likes the flavor of it. Right. When he eats his soup, if you notice, he winces, he looks down like with a subconscious view of, oh, I can't believe I screwed something up. Then he looks up and into the corner Force. of his eye as if I, now I have to come up with bullshit. And then he goes, oh, and that's so good. Forces a smile. What could have possibly gone wrong? Because it did. It honestly didn't look bad at the end to me, despite all of the wonky cooking techniques that he's got going on. The only thing that I could think of is A, it burned or the garlic burned because when garlic burns, it's really bitter. Mm -hmm. And maybe he burned the garlic. I mean, we don't know because he dumps all the other stuff in. You can't really see it. Yeah, there was a huge time gap. But yeah, he definitely, that was a good catch. He definitely, he definitely reacted and tried to cover it really quickly. But you can see if you slow it down, you, he looks down in disappointment. He looks up to think up a lie. And then he speaks and says, oh no, it's just the same. <laughs> Even though he puts a title card in there to say, Panera soup got darker than mine did because uh, tomatoes oxygenate and they turn darker. When I was Googling for the recipe for a ripoff recipe, they... It says that Panera did change the recipe for the tomato soup sometime within the last, I don't know, maybe year, two years or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, this copycat recipe may or may not even be the what they do anymore with the soup. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much you could really change tomato soup. Like, what what else are you adding or taking away from it? Or if they did the video in the afternoon, maybe they got the end of the pot from Panera. Ooh, yeah, that's true, So too. it's older soup. So maybe it did See, age? I, thought, I don't know. I thought they were just individually wrapped. Like, I know they say every everything's clean and fresh made, but I swear that's just frozen portions of soup that they put in boiling water. I think that's all that they do. Well, Panera's, if we can get off on a tangent here, Panera's has had an interesting life as a casual dining restaurant. Remember, Panera used to be Panera Bakery. They just used to sell cookies, breads, cupcakes, and things like that. Then it was like Panera Bread and Cafe. Then they moved into making sandwiches with their bread. So Panera as a corporate chain has had a very confusing history. Are they now a coffee shop? Because you can go in there and get a mug of coffee and do free refills are they like a starbucks are they a deli like are they still the bakery their brand is getting a bit confused now they're doing catering and delivery 
Yep. Um, you know, every Panera store you go into now has like ask us about our catering, and they have like a catering officer. Oh yeah, we used we use their catering for uh, the blogging conference I put on. And they still have cashiers, but they also have automated ordering, so you can go into the Panera and completely bypass humans. Like they have made it that like it's almost like an automated cafe. You go into the kiosk, you punch it in, you get your coffee mug. You could do it from your phone too. Right. I you think. grab a yeah. you grab one of those little. Um, uh, RF signaling devices. You sit down at your table. The guy comes out. He drops the food off at your table. They go away. Yeah. All they all they need to do is replace the human with a robot. You have to bust, you have to you have to bust your own table like a poor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what really gets me. It's supposed to be full service, but you have to bust For the sure, table at your yeah. yeah. Again, but they're trying to they're trying to like cut down their labor costs. They're trying to make it like self serve. They're trying to make it like an automat. That's pretty impressive. I well, the reason we call it up viruses. The reason people call it up <laughs> hospital food is Panera is now treating it the way most hospitals they are part of a food service conglomerate yes, so there's some type are. of corporation that like I worked does, at a hospital yeah high yeah. volume middling grade food you know middling to low grade food they just pump it out in volume efficiently and with low skill you know your hospital food workers nobody you know there's no Gordon Ramsay's hiding in the back of your regional hospital kitchen no usually there's like a, a cold bar there's a deli um, and then there's someone working a grill because hospital cafeterias used to be so bad they used to be the butt of everybody's joke yeah. It's like, what's this? Oh, it's like hospital food. Yeah. So Panera is like, new hospital food. Clean. It's an omelet bar. Yes. Clean. Clean and fresh. Panera started doing that when Chipotle started doing their thing. Like, when Chipotle was doing their whole, like, all of our food's natural, ingredients, organic, more than anybody else, Panera's like, um, we do that too. It's like, no, you don't. Stop trying to be Chipotle. But like I said, Panera as a brand has had a very confusing history lately as to what they were going to be. Because they don't even call themselves a bakery anymore. Now it's just Panera. Mm. And remember, it was Panera Bread and, like... Yeah. They, they've gone through several phases. Hmm. They're, they're throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Just like Jack. Except Jack's stuff usually sticks. Yeah. And it's burnt. And so we get, we get to the end of the video, getting back on track here, um, with the three things you can do now, which I said I suggested do four things you can do now and add the Convoy of Hope here. I don't or know how Or just make it a full screen outro card. He'd, he'd have to, you know, finagle this to, to He'd 50. have to do work. Yeah, he'd have to do work. Or dissolve into the Convoy of Hope at the end. Something where it, the Convoy of Hope gets muddled into the, to the rest of the video. It's either taking up the bottom of the screen with a paragraph where you can't see his food that he's just prepared. Well, he does it as a picture-in-picture -picture jewel box, but then he doesn't even reference it. Like, he doesn't say, don't forget to support the Convoy of Hope. It's just up there. Because a couple videos ago, everybody was making fun of him for using the Convoy of Hope graphic to cover up the food. There's opportunities here. There's opportunities for him to plug his other social media. Well, he's not going to do that now. He's developing a whole separate video content system and, for that. And that, that bothers me too, because if your audience is coming there primarily for cooking videos and you start showing them videos of like makeup tutorials, you're going to lose your core audience, which is the people that you want to cater to. Just plugging social media tips when his audience is older, if that's his audience, cater to the audience. Show them what they want to see. Don't show them social media tips. Put that on another channel. He has a whole tech talk channel. Don't Are you saying that it's very prescient that Jack decided to do a ripoff recipe from Panera because much like the Panera chain, Jack is encountering brand confusion and brand dilution? Ooh. That's, that's brilliant. That's an insightful thing, but I didn't wow. think I was going there. But yeah, uh, maybe I am. We ended up in a way smarter place when we started out in this video. <laughs> I just wanted to rag on him not knowing how to use a Vitamix. <laughs> I know. You were really upset about the Vitamix. For days. <laughs> For days. But um, I think we'll end it here. Absolutely. How, how can we go past that point? Um, oh, our, our uh, food hit list. Uh, food oh, right. crimes food in this video. Crimes. Yes. Uh, I wrote some notes down. Um, I Vitamix, said, Vitamix, Vitamix. Yeah, definitely the Vitamix. Did we um, mention the Vitamix? Yeah, the Vitamix for sure. Um, Tomato. 
tomato scissoring? Again, this is tomato scissoring. I have that on my hit list. It's funny when the ladies say Onion. scissoring. <laughs> Ask your parents, kids. <laughs> Onion booger again. Oh, Onion booger, yeah. Even worse. And he even realized that was a mistake because he, he watched it for like a second. And I was like, I'm just adding the onion. This is stupid. He put in the garlic and the onion at the same time. Usually you're supposed to put the, the garlic in when the onion is almost cooked. Give each one a chance to express itself. Um, the onions were too big. Yeah, which led to the Vitamix. And also the whole thing is defeats the purpose of a ripoff recipe. You want to keep yourself safe. Right. Keep the restaurant workers Don't send safe. your wife out into plague land for croutons. Right. There's the toaster. There's the bread. Figure it out. I think that's about it. And then, you know, the, the obvious cover up that something seems like it went wrong but we don't know what very simple recipe probably it up anyway burned. right this is cream of tomato soup which is essentially one more ingredient and one more step other than his condiment queso blanco recipe from the last time so and i think that burned even a little bit too when he dumped all that cheese and i saw burnt cheese edges in there but if the garlic burned and that wafted through the soup the soup could be like bitter i guess so one more horror show from jack and one more insightful commentary from us wow hopefully. i'm impressed I mean, <laughs> hopefully I stumbling don't towards greatness stumbling towards genius <laughs> probably not but anyway that will wrap it up for us folks thank you for joining us i'm the lazy man tom and i am pink chicken michelle thank we'll, you for joining us we'll see you next time folks